You're listening to Tarot Talk, and I'm your host, Holly Ramey. I'm going to serve you some practical magic and give you tips and tools to bring the mystical into your everyday life. Hey everyone, welcome to Tarot Talk. I'm your host, Holly Ramey, and this is episode five. Today I am answering a question from a listener named Nick in Nashville, and she writes in, I keep having a continuous person from my past pop up in my life. I've dated this person, and every time I think it's squashed and done, this person reappears. I can't tell which way to take this as a sign to hold on and let things play out or as a sign that I need to 100% cut it off and let it go for good. Okay, so this is a relationship question. I get questions like this quite a lot um, from clients that want to know about their relationships. So I pulled a spread that I would normally pull when I'm looking at a relationship between two people and I'm going to lay it all out for you. Okay. So first, Nick, I pulled for the situation, the three of wands. Now the three of wands reversed is a card about being up against some obstacles. So in its upright position, the three of wands really offers us the opportunity for expansion and growth and creating a sacred space for ourselves. However, when I see this card in the reversal, it shows that we have some obstacles before us on our path. And to me, I feel like this ex who keeps popping back up into the picture could very well be an obstacle for you on moving forward into that expansion because it's pulling your energy away from yourself. It's pulling your energy away and it's becoming a bit of a distraction for you. Now to qualify this, I'm pulling the seven of pentacles up into the three of pentacles. And these two cards show me that there's a little bit of a rush here for you. And I want you to ask yourself why. Why do you feel a rush to maybe partner up? Um, We can partner and get into relationships sometimes for the wrong reasons, right? We can do it, as I said, a distraction to kind of look at some of the things within ourselves that we need to work on. We could do it because we feel societal pressure or pressure from friends or family. Um, So I just want you to ask yourself that question, Nick, of what and why um, you might feel rushed. Because what the Seven of Pentacles really asks is for patience and to take your time. Um, You know, uh, growth and expansion is not always a straight line. And so the Pentacles are the earth suit and they move the slowest out of all of the suits. So when we plant a seed, it doesn't become a tree the next day. It doesn't become a tree the next week. When we're looking at the pentacles, we're looking at months and years. 
Okay. And so this card is really asking you to take your time so that you can create what's, what is the three of pentacles upright, which is a solid foundation for yourself of not only financial, but also emotional security. Okay. And, and that's really the goal to create a solid foundation for yourself. But this restructuring is going to take time. Now, I'm pulling the fool reversed, which shows me that you're just not ready to jump into something now. And as along with the fool reversed, I'm pulling another seven. I'm pulling the seven of wands. So these two sevens next to each other uh, show me a theme here. The sevens are about some type of illusion, some type of perception that we have that is not, it's, is not reality. It's not the truth. It's just, it's a, a way of thinking through our own lens. And with the seven of wands specifically, there is an opportunity to really use your internal fire to clarify and bring to light the things that we need to set boundaries with and the things that we need to detoxify from our lives, any external pressures. And so I believe that these external pressures for you, Nick, might be, um, one, the pressure that you may put on yourself or you feel society or whatever it is may be putting on you to rush into a new thing. I also feel that this X might be an external pressure that needs to be detoxified because it's a distraction from the internal work that you're doing. Um, and also when someone is continuously popping up and popping up again and again, but it never really moves forward and and create something and comes into fruition often that is a sign that it's it needs to be um cut off or reworked or it's as it is it's not um blooming right so for whatever reason you have not created a solid relationship with this person um but they keep kind of cropping up randomly um, and it distracts you for a while, but you're never quite sure when we know we know, right? When we know we know, when we meet someone and the vibe is there and um, there's that energy there, I usually pull a card then about balance or about relationship or about reflection. Um, and I'm not seeing any of that here in this spread. I'm actually seeing the opposite, which is about um, kind of detoxification and clarity and patience and rebuilding, right? So once all of that internal work is done, I'm seeing the magician, right? And he is the card that comes after the fool. So once you take your time and go inward and really cut out any distractions that are holding you back from really looking at anything that's holding you back from creating that, that stability within yourself, 
then you can step into the powerful, active energy of the magician who is all about that masculine energy of moving forward and jumping into something new. And I see next to him the king of pentacles, who is kind of like the CEO of the deck. He is masculine energy in the on the earth plane. And he represents structure and support and organization. And um, he's really comfortable in the material plane. And he's someone that we can go to to bring us support and love and care in that way. And so I really feel with the three of pentacles and now seeing the king of pentacles, that is the reflection that you'll get once you allow yourself to look inward and do that work. Once you restructure and create that emotional and financial security and foundation within yourself, you're going to be fully aligned with that energy and then you'll be able to attract your king, right? And then you'll be able to attract someone who is equally aligned with that energy. Okay, Nick, so I hope that this helps and um, yeah, take your time. Don't rush yourself. Really ask yourself why and what you feel is pressuring you to move forward so quickly now and see if you can be a little more gentle and a little more patience in your process of restructuring. I don't know um, from your question what the background is and how deep your relationship went with this person, but it really does seem now with these two threes that um, you're pulling together the resources that you have, the internal and external resources that you have in order to create a solid foundation for yourself, something for which to build your future upon, and something that is going to really help you feel more stable from here on out. So let yourself be really patient and really gracious with yourself during this process, because when we restructure, it can feel a little rocky, right? When we, when our foundation gets pulled out from under us and we have to rebuild. It can feel a little scary. It can feel a little confusing. Um, it doesn't always feel, you know, super stable. You're working now with your root chakra. So what can you do in your life to feel really stable, to feel really grounded? And um, how can you align with those energies? The root chakra represents our physical body. So make sure you're taking really good care of that and focusing on that. Um Notice your relationship with your body, your relationship to the foods that you put in it, your relationship to the natural world around you, and what makes you feel most safe? What makes you feel most secure? What makes you feel most at home within yourself? Focus on that now, Nick, and you will be able to align with someone who also helps you feel that way in the future right? But for now, it's your responsibility and your obligation to yourself to find that on your own so that in the future, you can reflect and and align with someone else who also brings that energy to you. Okay, Nick, I hope that this information is helpful and I will see you all for the next portion of the show in the energetic forecast. Take care.
Welcome everyone. This is the second portion of the show. I'm going to give you a tarot forecast for the week ahead. This is going to be for this new moon in Gemini and the waxing moon. Okay, so before I get into that, just a few announcements. I know it's been a few weeks, an extra week since I've recorded, so I apologize that I've been a little late. My daughter had a week off of school, and then we all got a little sick, so I am a one-woman show, you guys, so sometimes life happens, but I ended my Finding Your Purpose course last week, and it was really, really incredible. Um, I had a lot of amazing women join me, and I really enjoyed offering this, so I'm going to put on another course either in June or July. So I want you babes to reach out to me, send me a message um, on the gram or an email. Let me know if you'd be interested in this, um, how you would feel about the three-week format. It's about 90 minutes once a week. And uh, let me know if you'd be interested in joining and uh, what month would work better for you, June or July. I have a lot of exciting things coming up this week. If you're in Nashville or the surrounding area, we're having the summer solstice. So I'm going to be doing two live events for that. One is on Friday night. I believe it's the 21st. And for that, I'm offering a free, um, or no, I'm sorry. On Friday night, I'm offering a two-hour restorative yoga workshop. So we're going to be exploring the third chakra, the solar plexus. We're going to be aligning with the energies of the solstice through movement, meditation, breath work, and Reiki healing. That's going to be on Friday night at Kali Yuga Yoga. And then Saturday is the free offering at Free People Movement in Edge Hill Village. And we're also going to do some movement there. Um, it's going to be a little more more solar, right? So less restorative and uh, more activation of the core. So it'd be really cool to do both because you'll get both the sun and the moon aspects of this um, really beautiful kind of sacred portal of a day, right? When we have the transition from the days getting longer to the days now beginning to get shorter again. So this is called midsummer and it's... Um, one of the points on the Celtic wheel in which uh, we celebrate the transitions that happen energetically and physically in alignment with the seasons and with nature. Okay, you guys. So uh, join me for those. I'd love to see you. I also have two spots now opening in my mentorship program. So this is a really big deep dive into accessing your intuition, right? Into learning more about the tarot, learning more about the moon cycles, learning more about crystals, learning more about essential oils, plant medicine, basically yoga, um, 
cycle syncing, really anything that you want to learn about because it's a one-on-one offering. You get to tell me what you want to learn most about. And we actually do a chakra healing session at the start so we can really dive into where you're at now, where your biggest challenges are, what your biggest strengths are. And then we go from there. So the program is designed around you and what we decide to study and uncover is based on what we see in that first session. And obviously based on what you tell me, your intentions and your goals are for working together. So it's, um, a really amazing program. I just finished up with a few babes and I'm ready to take applications. So there is a form on my website. If you're really serious about wanting to up level and make a shift and really access your higher truth and learn a little bit more about intuitive practices, then go ahead and apply guys. I want to see you. Uh, Thank you again for tuning in now and let's get right into the cards because it's a new moon in Gemini and I am dying over the spread that I pulled for you guys. I really wish that you could see the imagery right now because it's super, super powerful. I am going to post the picture on my Instagram. So if you're not following me on the gram, please do please engage and, um, Let me know what you think about the spread because it's incredible. So the first card, I'm just going to give you a visualization of what the cards actually look like. So if you know the tarot, I'm using the Wild Unknown deck by Kim Cran. So I'm going to describe the imagery. So the card that I pulled for us for this new moon is the tower and the imagery is of a large tree. It's being struck by lightning and uh, the top of the tree is broken off and it's up in flames. The second card I pulled for us is the six of cups and in the wild unknown, this looks like a tree and it's a smaller tree and the roots underground are uh, colorful where the rest of the, the card is in black and white. I pulled this card reversed. So as you picture it, imagine the roots in the air and the tree part underground. And then the last card I pulled for us is the emperor. The emperor is the same exact tree pictured in the tower, except it's strong and it's powerful. It's not on fire and there's a bright blazing sun next to it. So there's only four cards, I think, in the deck that have a tree on them. The other one is the empress. And I've pulled three out of four. And the imagery itself just speaks really, really strongly to me. Um, So let me go ahead and dive in. I think this is going to be a really, really powerful couple of weeks. I don't know about you guys, but the astrology has been pretty tough for the last two weeks. So um, since the full moon, this whole waning period has really, really brought up a lot of shadow work for us to do. And uh, for all of you who have been kind of commenting and engaging with me over on the gram. I know some of you have been feeling it too. And uh, seeing the tower here as the medicine for the new moon in Gemini makes so much sense because the tower represents rapid change, chaos, transformation, and just really the burning down of old structures. And I've so been feeling that recently. 
And it's for the sake of healing. Now, the thing about the tower is it's intense. So most people really fear it. Most people get a little bit freaked out when they see it. Um, you know, in, in the original deck, it's a tower burning down and the lightning striking the building and people are jumping, plummeting to their death. So it's like, it's intense, but it's to me, one of the most healing cards in the deck, because what comes afterwards is a chance for us to build a new foundation. And it doesn't matter if what we're burning is internal or external. I see the tower show up in readings in one of two ways. One, somebody is burning shit down in their external world. They um, leave a relationship that they've been in for a really long time. They get laid off or they get fired from a career that they've had for 20 years. But in the wake of that mess, when you're standing in the ashes, you have a choice. You and and you get to rebuild and you get to do it on your own terms because maybe you're not the same person that you were 10 years ago when you entered into that relationship. Maybe you've grown and changed and you're a different person than you were 20 years ago when you started that career. Especially if you're a person who d- who decided at 17 that they were going to go to college and choose a major, right? Like who you are at 17, thank God, is not the same person that you are at 37, right? So it could be these huge life changes coming up with the tower. The thing about the tower is uh, it's like, oh, we be dragged, right? It's going to burn no matter if you set it and light the match yourself or if somebody else lights it for you, right? So if if you get laid off, there's nothing you can do about it. The more like what we resist persists. So for me the mantra of the tower is let it burn. You got to let that shit go. It is time. For me, I feel like it's more of an internal structure burning and I think this is true for many of us. Gemini season really brings out this opportunity to align our words and our actions with our heart, right? The air element is in the heart chakra and in the throat chakra. So the throat chakra is all about communication. It's all about the way that we express our truth to the world. And it's about how we listen as well. So we have to be able to listen to our own inner voice in order to express it with authenticity. And then it's also the heart chakra. So what we are speaking has to be in alignment with our true heart and soul desire. Now, anything that is blocking us from that alignment has got to be destroyed, has got to be burned down. And so the last two weeks have been this like drudging up of the shit that is not working for us. So if we're having issues in our relationships, right, the, the, Gemini is represented by the twins, which is the lover's card in the tarot, right? And so this is all about mirroring. And what we're seeing in others is a reflection of what we cannot see within ourselves. And this is really important to remember because the next card that I'm seeing for us is the six of cups. And with the six of cups, it's a six card. The lovers is number six. So it's coming underneath the lovers and it's in the cups, which is the emotional element. So this is a reflection of our ability to balance, give and receive. It's an invitation, this card, to open the heart chakra and truly live in vulnerability. What is vulnerability? It is our decision 
in the moment with a person to say the thing that's hardest to say, not to shove your feelings down and pretend you're okay, but to say what you really feel in your heart, not in a shaming and blaming kind of way, but just to truly own your feelings. To be vulnerable is to be exposed, right? And to risk not being received in the way that we want. And and we all fear rejection. But what the Six of Cups reversed says to me is that right now we feel fucking confused. We feel chaotic and we feel uprooted. But we have to sometimes uproot ourselves in order to restructure. So the tower burns and we are a little bit confused. It's chaos. It's rapid transformation. We don't know which way is up. We don't know which way is down. Our roots are in the air. So this is the process of restructuring, building a more solid foundation and laying those roots down with love and care and consideration and in alignment with what our truth is now. Not what your truth was 10 years ago, 20 years ago, not your parents' truth or your teacher's truth or or whoever had influence over you as a child. We are done with those truths. We internalize them, we grow up with them, and then we think that they are us, but they are not us. And so now you have an opportunity to say, why? Who am I and why? And now when I lay this new foundation, what qualities, what beliefs are in alignment with my heart and what I really, really want and need? And that's where we start. That's the work is laying that new foundation in alignment with who we are now, how we've changed, how we've grown. What are you ready to let go of, right? Did you grow up with a lack mentality, a scarcity mentality? Did you grow up with the trauma of neglect where you weren't seen and heard and valued for who you were? Did you grow up in a shame culture or a shame family or a school where you were kind of shamed? Um, It's time to let all those stories go. It's time to let all those stories go and accept this invitation to bring vulnerability and receptivity into your life and to build a new one, a new internal structure based on what your heart believes, not what was told to you from an external place. Okay, seeing the emperor as the outcome of all of this is so beautiful because the emperor is organization and structure. He is a new, solid foundation built in true, true alignment with who you are now, guys. So this is going to be extremely transformative. It's going to feel a little confusing. It's going to feel a little chaotic at times. But if you can think of yourself as a boomerang, I read this in a horoscope this week. It's such a a beautiful image um, of, you know, we throw the boomerang out and then it spirals back to us. So every time you spiral out into one of those old fear-based patterns and one of those old patterns of self-doubt, just finding your true center. Know that you can return back to center. Listen, sometimes we spiral out for a few minutes. Sometimes it lasts a whole day. Sometimes it's a whole week, you know? It's okay. As long as you remember that you can come back into center. So what to do this week, you guys, and in this coming weeks is to find your true center. What grounds you? 
What fills your cup? Do those exercises every day consistently. Maybe it's journaling in the morning. Maybe it's a 10-minute meditation when you wake up and then again before you go to bed. Maybe it's making sure that you move your body for at least 10 minutes every day. Maybe it's 30 minutes of positive affirmations. I don't know. Whatever it is for you, find that center so that when you spiral out into confusion and doubt, you come back into what grounds you. And if it's after 10 minutes, good for you. If it's after a day, hey, it's fine. Just remember that you always have the opportunity to return. Okay, you guys, this is going to be a really powerful couple of weeks. Um, and I'll be posting more resources and information on the gram of um, just kind of how to work with the energies. But because today, if you're listening to this either Sunday evening or Monday or even Tuesday or Wednesday, right, we're still really in the energy of this new moon. And really any time during a waxing moon is a good time to set up an altar, plant your seeds of intention, right? So write down. Write down what it is that you are going to build and what you're going to build this new structure from. What beliefs do you want to start with? What beliefs about yourself? What beliefs about your work? What beliefs about your relationships? Write these down. I am worthy of love simply because I exist. I have peace and harmony in all of my relationships. I am a wholehearted person. And I am able to be vulnerable. I am courageous. I am brave. What are your beliefs? What are your beliefs about yourself and your life that you want to build from here? Write those down. Put them in a beautiful place where you can see them on an altar if you create altars or on your mirror or just repeat themselves to them to yourself every day. But decide and then work and symbolize it in some way by writing it down, by speaking it out loud so that it can be manifested for you. This is a time for expansion and manifestation. All right, you guys, this is getting a little long, so I'm going to leave you there. I thank you so, so much for joining me here on this podcast. There is a button on Anchor where you can support it. Like I said, I'm a one-woman show, um, and this offering is free, so if you want to support, you can do so from Anchor. Um, and the a really great way to support me is just to share this podcast with your friends, post it on your social media, give it a five-star uh, rating, uh, type in a review. All of those things really help so much. Uh, and my intention is that this information really helps to serve your highest and best good. So I will see you again in a few weeks on the full moon. And don't forget that you can go on my website and write in a question to be answered on the podcast at hollydramey.com. Thank you guys so much and take care.